Let's go to the hotline and find out. Let's welcome back to the show. This is Geraldo Rivera. Geraldo, how are you, sir? Hey, good, Mike. What's up? Are, is anybody afraid of El Chapo now, like after all this stuff has gone on? Well, you know, he still controls the Sinaloa drug cartel, even though he's in Supermax and in isolation. There's no doubt his sons are still at large, his, uh, his whole apparatus. He, he was the Osama bin Laden of the drug trade. There's no reason to expect that just because he's incarcerated that the Sinaloa drug cartel is going to go away anytime soon. So is this, is this woman that you talked to, uh, Kate, is she afraid for her safety at all? It seems to me. I mean, when I talk to her, she's more afraid of the Mexican government retaliating against her for embarrassing the Mexican government than she is afraid of the Sinaloa drug cartel because she did, she followed instructions in her steamy sex mess, uh, text messages to uh, El Chapo. Uh, you know, he knew what he was getting into. She didn't bring the authorities. Uh, uh, you know, she didn't understand that it's obvious that the DEA and the Mexican attorney general were tracking her, but I don't think that she feels fear at all. In fact, after he was recaptured through his attorney, he let Kate know that she still controlled the rights to his life. Oh, we see that smitten with her. Is that the reason why? Uh, he was totally obsessed with her. He was absolutely. He, uh, you know, when he was captured, he had the DVD collection of her primetime soap opera, La Reina del Sur, where she portrays the drug queenpin, Teresa Mendoza, that El Chapo really fell in love with. Right. She was a woman much like himself who used, you know, both savage violence and her wiles to uh, become the uh, monopoly for the drug traffic. He, that's what he did. He decapitated <laughs> people. He murdered people. He slaughtered savagely people along the uh, the U.S.-Mexican border there in Juarez, particularly. And then he took over. He he controls the heroin traffic. They control the heroin traffic in the Northeast, the the uh, Upper Midwest. It's amazing how they have made a whole new heroin epidemic. How does she, how does Sean Penn fit into the situation? Why him? Why didn't, why wasn't it Geraldo or why wasn't it some other journalist? <laughs> good, good, good question. Good, I would have, I would have gone. Of course you would have. You have a situation, here you have Kate. So Kate wants to make a movie about El Chapo. That's the presumed reason for the meeting. What El Chapo's reason is that El Chapo just wanted to be with Kate. He wanted to meet Kate. Right. Uh, so Kate tells these producers that, uh, in, you know, that she has this, this pen pal relationship with El Chapo, uh, the bin Laden of the drug trade, and uh, she wants to make this movie. The producers say, I've got a great idea. Why don't we bring Sean Penn in on the project? Uh, you know, Sean Penn has played uh, drug dealers in the past. He's one of the most famous faces on earth, big movie star. Let's bring him to meet El Chapo. Uh, Kate asks El Chapo's permission. He says, okay, if you say so. Uh, so she brings Sean Penn along with the two, the two producers, they go on this uh, clandestine rendezvous, you know, changing cars and planes and uh, driving through the jungle and so forth. Uh, but uh, obviously the authorities were tracking them. Uh, Sean Penn uh, goes and tells Kate that he's not interested in the movie project, but he's there as a reporter for Rolling Stone. Kate did not know that. Ah. Sean Penn, uh, you know, uh, sits at this dinner with El Chapo. Kate is translating. And then there comes a time where they say goodnight, and El Chapo leads Kate to uh, where she's going to sleep, as she describes it. She's tipsy from tequila, but in Kate's telling, he is very gentle with her. He goes off into the jungle, never to be seen again. She collapses, uh, passes out, is awoken an hour and a half later, and they drive out of the jungle back, uh, back home. She did not make sweet love to El Chapo? Well, and Kate's telling, no, she didn't. What about Sean Penn? Did he make love to El Chapo? <laughs>
But what do you get the feeling she's being honest? I mean, she's she's hopped up on tequila about, about having sex with El Chapo. Yeah, uh, I I think that there's more to the story. Uh, for instance, the Mexican government believes that Kate took money from El Chapo to invest in her tequila company that mm. he was trying to launder his drug proceeds through her tequila company, which was uh, she has a financial interest in the Honor brand. Uh, the Honor brand tequila, uh, which is based in Miami, but I understand it's an empty warehouse. My friend, I talked to Jose Baez yesterday, he said that it's a, an empty warehouse there in Miami. But they, So she's afraid to go to Mexico. She's afraid she'll be indicted and, uh, and charged if she goes to Mexico. She's not afraid of being indicted here because she doesn't think she committed any crime. I don't either here in America. But she did. Well, I, I guess it's not a crime for her to... Uh, meet with uh well yeah I guess well no she wasn't aiding and abetting she no, was just the meeting, meeting with isn't, the meeting is uh, she is, she had no legal uh, burden to inform the authorities that she was meeting a fugitive uh, she wasn't uh, you know in her telling she wasn't aiding and abetting the fugitive she was merely meeting him to yeah. pitch this movie project by the so, way I mean, uh, it, the Mexicans think otherwise is that the new term like instead of saying the Cadillac of something if you're a criminal you're the Osama bin Laden of that criminal. That's the DEA's uh, term. I'm just uh, I'm just reporting. He was the world's most wanted fugitive uh, during the time he was on the lam after this last escape in July, and they call him the Osama bin Laden of the drug trade. Who have you uh, interviewed? Anybody that was uh, that was a fugitive like uh, that? Mexican senator uh, authorities. A lot of a lot of people in the DEA. You know, we're tracking the hero. You got to remember what he's doing to us. You know, there's a, there's a certain romance to a jungle rendezvous and the steamy text message and you know, the famous actress and the drug lord and all the rest of it. I think it's a great movie, but you got to remember what this guy is notorious for. He's notorious for, you know, uh, in New Hampshire, tiny New Hampshire, one million people. They had 400 overdose deaths last year, and they're on track to have 400 this year. It's a, it's crazy what's happening with heroin. Yeah, that's become a topic in the uh, in the presidential uh, debates. New Hampshire uh, it should be. I keeps mean, coming up. We talk about the southern border. It's, com- it's coming across the southern borders. Uh, you know, I'm a big immigration reform guy, but there's no doubt that Mexico is flooding the U.S. with uh, this new poison. Well, will Donald Trump be our next president? He's got a good shot if he moderates his tone, particularly on the immigration issue. I, I just heard this morning that he's uh, he's changed his mind on uh, raising the minimum wage to 15 bucks over the next couple of years, which uh, I think is what you're seeing now. And I predicted it right along, I'm telling you, because I, I, I've known the guy forever. Uh, Mike, he's a, he's a good guy. Uh, he's got a good heart. He's a, he doesn't have a racist bone in his body. But he said some crazy things to get the nomination. Now he's got to show people that Ted Cruz was right, that Donald Trump does have New York values. He is a compassionate person, an inclusive person, a practical person, aside from being a, a big-time business guy. you got to admire uh, uh, his style. It was very similar to yours. I mean, at the time where you're competing oh, no, for— I've known, for, I've known him for 40 years. So yeah. We, uh, we hung out. I mean, I, I like the guy a lot. He's got a great style. But I'm just, what I'm saying is just that you were kind of uh, you were kind of in the same mold. I mean, you had a lot of competition talk show wise, and you have to be a little bit uh, crazier and a little more attention getting than the next guy to last as long as you've lasted. I I don't deny anything that you just said. <laughs> There's no accidents in long time uh, survival in the in the public eye. You know, I'm in my 47th year now. I want to go to 2020. I'll be 50 years. Wow. Uh, we're talking to Geraldo Rivera. Geraldo has his one-hour special on Fox News, Beauty and the Beast, when Kate met Chapo. And I have to also say, Geraldo, uh, many people were talking about your uh, shirtless photo that you put on. If I look uh, ha- uh, half as good as you, if I'm El Chapo, I'm going to send you sex messages when I'm doing. <laughs> Can I give a shout-out to my mom, Lily? Lily's in uh, Sarasota. Hey, Ma, to me, with Mike. 
What you want me to go over there for Mother's Day? You gonna you want me to go hang out with her if you're not gonna be there? Oh, just give her a shout out. What is she What is she doing, Sarasota? Ninety six years old. She's with my sister Sharon in uh, Siesta Key. Oh my wow. god, what a great! It's a great place to live. Well, happy Mother's yeah, Day to your you. mom. And uh, next time you next time you come visit, her, you gotta come say hi to us. I come. I'll give you a drive by for sure. Yeah. Hey, it's always good to talk to Geraldo again. Thank you, Geraldo. Thank you, man. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.